Welcome to the Freedom Revival, folks. I'm your host, Ruth Robertson. I named this show the Freedom Revival because I'm here to revive your freedom. I'm here to revive you and break the chains of old thinking. Okay? There's a lot of old thinking going around, and we've got to step it up, people. Um, I usually start off the show, as I will today, with a quote of the day. Uh, and this is our quote today. We cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. That was Albert Einstein, 1879 to 1955. We need to think again about old thinking. Uh, today, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about war and um, some of the things that are going on in the world right now. Uh, but uh, first of all, I'd like to hit the, some of the news items that I've been seeing this week. This past week, there was a closed-door testimony before the House Judiciary Committee given by former Pittsburgh U.S. Attorney Scott Brady. Brady's testimony is a chilling case uh, of how corruption charges against Biden and his family were covered up by the FBI and the Department of Justice before and after the 2020 election. Brady's testimony uh, fits a pattern revealed by Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley last week in which over 40 confidential human sources gave information to the FBI over several years about potential criminal activity involving President Joe Biden, his brother James Biden, and his son Hunter Biden. In a blistering letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland Wednesday, Grassley alleged ongoing efforts among certain Justice Department and FBI officials to improperly delay and stop the full and complete investigative activities into the Biden family. I mean, uh, we just keep on inching closer and closer. I wonder whether when they're going to pull the trigger and do something about it. On that same note, uh, another news item, National Archives discovers 82,000 pages of shady Joe Biden's alias emails. Now, what are alias emails? Joe Biden used aliases. Well, that's got to be a first. I mean, these were not, uh, you know, love names or pen names. These were aliases. The National Archives has discovered 82,000 pages of emails showing Joe Biden's use of aliases to cover up his shady activity. Can you imagine? The House Oversight Committee also has now learned uh, that from this uh, from this release that while Joe Biden was VP, he used pseudonyms or aliases in over eighty-two thousand email correspondence. Eighty-two thousand, and these are some of his fake names: Robert Peters, Robin Ware and J.R.B. Ware. Now, J.R.B., that looks like uh, Joseph Robinette Biden. That's his, those are his initials, J.R.B. 
this uh, re- reveal revelation uh, potentially dwarfs the uh, Clinton email scandal, which found uh, roughly 52,000 pages of hidden emails. And uh, the House Oversight Committee chairman, James Comer, said that Congress had only gotten 14 pages of Joe Biden's pseudonym emails. There's 82,000 of them, not 14. He alleges Joe Biden is obstructing justice. Comer on Tuesday accused the Biden administration of obstructing his impeachment inquiry, revealing that it uh, turned over to Congress, um, the the Biden administration turned over to congressional investigators just 14 of the 82,000 pages of emails that the National Archives located from Joe Biden's private pseudonym email accounts. So now Comer has vowed to escalate his efforts to gain access to the emails in a statement just one day after uh, a news outlet called Just the News reported that the National Archives had identified in a court filing a massive trove of private emails from Joe Biden's vice presidency, all sent under fake names. What was he trying to hide? I guess we'll find out. I hope we find out. In another item, Quinnipiac University uh, National Poll finds that RFK Jr. would receive 22% of the votes as an independent candidate in a three-way race. A three-way race between Trump, Biden, and JFK Jr. could potentially siphon more votes from Joe Biden than from Donald Trump, although that's kind of not what Quinnipiac wants you to think. But uh, it could siphon more votes from from Biden than Trump uh, because, let's face it, you know, conservative voters don't support some of RFK Jr.'s key positions. Uh, They, you know, they support maybe his whole uh, attack on the on the the phony vaccines and all the hoax and cover up and everything about covid and the vaccines uh but they don't support his positions on abortion and gun control and i think that's going to be a problem i don't think rfk jr is going to pull a lot of republican votes as a result i guess we'll have to see um here are some more headlines the media didn't tell you this week Oliver Anthony's Rich Men North of Richmond, his uh, country song, Rich Men, Rich Men North of Richmond, surges to global number one on music charts. Well, I had some friends who um, attended, uh, attended uh, President Trump's Halloween party at Mar-a-Lago the other night. And, uh, and they were telling me that he was playing DJ, as he usually does at these parties. He gets out the uh, iPad and starts uh, playing DJ with the music. He loves doing that, and people really enjoy it. And he called out a friend of mine, and he said, this one's for you. And right away, he played Rich Men North of Richmond. So it looks like uh, looks like President Trump likes the song, too. And we can understand why, because it talks about uh, the uh, some of the people that are uh, involved in the so-called deep state. Uh, Hawaii's Democrat governor says that now his state plans to acquire land that was ravaged by wildfires. 
you remember the the Lahaina wildfires and how everything was so devastated. And they were talking about getting the people back in and uh, reclaiming their land and, and, you know, start to get, uh, you know, maybe allow them to rebuild and all that stuff. Now the governor's saying that they're going to acquire the land ravaged by wildfires. Was that the plan all along? They've been talking about smart cities there for a while. Russia claims the United States is working to manufacture another more deadly virus and unleash it on the world. You know, Russia's been kind of right these days. Uh, um, listen, I'm I'm America. I'm American through and through, and I bleed red, white, and blue. But you have to listen to what Russia's been saying lately about the war in Ukraine and all these other things, and you have to pay careful attention to what they're saying about COVID and the vaccines and all this other stuff. Russia has been right. They've been right. Uh, they went to the UN and they didn't get much relief uh, during the, uh, the the war situation. But if you listen to what their ministers, their foreign ministers are saying, most of it makes a heck of a lot of sense. Uh, Joe Biden, oh, by the way, and, and Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump are the only two people talking about peace in the world. Isn't that interesting? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Joe Biden used the secret pseudonym Robert L. Peters when making business deals with Ukraine. So that's one of his uh, his big pseudonyms. But he was doing business deals with Ukraine using a pseudonym. Now, come on. We have to investigate that. Let's Let's dig in. Let's continue to audit, continue to find out where the money went, where the money went to, how many shell accounts was it really laundered through, who were the names on the shell accounts, why did family members get money, all this other stuff. And some of this money came from the Chinese Communist Party and Chinese Communist Party members. So we need to really sort this out. And, uh, you know, it looks more and more to me like high crimes and misdemeanors, which are grounds for not only impeachment, but removal and uh, prosecution with penalties, okay? Let's just leave it that way. Look up the penalty for treason. I think you'll find it interesting. Activist account Libs of TikTok continues to expose unstable individuals who are being now hired by schools. And that exposure is leading to their dismissal and removal from the schools. Well, we got to give a high five to libs of TikTok for exposing that stuff. The former VP of Pfizer says COVID is just the beginning of a 10-year plan by Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab to reduce the population of the world. Did you know that was their plan? Did you know that these people are eugenicists who want to reduce the population? And not just by a few people. They want to re reduce the population by like a billion people. Okay. Seriously, read the agendas. Read the World Economic Forum. Read the Gates Foundation agenda. Read the Rockefeller Foundation agenda. Read United Nations Agenda 2030. And uh, if you dig in and you read that stuff and you get into it and you see what their plans are for world population, your hair is going to stand up. Uh, Georgia State Senator moves to impeach District Attorney Fannie Willis for her, for her actions against Trump. That's just a, a quick headline blurb 
Uh, we'll find out more about that, but that's developing. They're trying to get rid of Fannie Lewis now. Um, Fannie Willis, sorry. And her actions against Trump. Documents now reveal Jeffrey Epstein was a middleman between Barack Obama and J.P. Morgan. What was going on there, folks? I mean, we have so much to investigate. I don't even know if we have enough investigators to pull out all the criminality and, and so forth that's been going on in our government, with our uh, intelligence agencies, with our court system, with people in the highest levels of government, in the Senate, in the Congress. Um, it, it's, it's a lot of investigations. Fox News faces public backlash after promoting COVID vaccines to pregnant women and newborns. So you see, even even Fox News is susceptible to uh, the lure of big advertising money from big pharma. Biden sends an embarrassing $700. You've heard this story. Uh, it's been repeated a few times over the last weeks. Uh, he sends an embarrassing $700 to the Maui fire victims but he requested an additional $40 billion emergency funding to Ukraine. So we've got tens and tens of billions of dollars going to Ukraine and 700 bucks a piece to the Maui fire victims. And now the governor of Hawaii is trying to, you know, appropriate that land. Very interesting. COVID vaccines are now being updated for new variants quote unquote, new variants expected this fall. Well, we're in it. This is fall right now. And what are these new variants? And what do they know that we don't know? Where's the transparency? COVID vaccines being updated. Only three or three and a half percent of people are getting these new these new vaccines. So apparently the public knows that uh, they've been hoodwinked with the vaccines. How many terrorists have now entered our country through open borders. I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, what would it take? We've been seeing all these protests with Israel and Pal uh, Palestine and, and you know, the pro-Palestinian pro protesters and the pro-Israel protesters as well. And, uh, you know, it's happening here in the United States. It's happening in London. It's really happening all over the world. And it's, uh, it's, even, it's happening in Israel. Um, what would it take to spark violent riots, do you think, on college campuses and in our cities just in time for the 2024 elections? I mean, these people look an awful lot in terms of their actions and their um, agitated nature. They look like a lot like BLM and Antifa people dressed up in the red, black, and green flags of Palestine. It's almost like they went back home, you know, uh, BLM, uh, George uh, Floyd uh, protests are over now. So they took off their George Floyd uniforms and they put on their pro-Palestine uniforms. I mean, it's just a, a wardrobe change for them. And all the same people are back on the streets. So what's it going to take? What When are they going to start being more violent? They're already throwing things and probably uh, they're fighting in the streets and so forth. What's it going to take 
as we head into the elections for them to get whipped into a frenzy and start burning our cities down again. And what do you think is stirring all this stuff up? I mean, we need to think, people. We need to use our heads. Uh, and who's in this country? Who's come across the border? Do we know? Nobody knows. <laughs> the Department of Homeland Security was was interviewed uh, before Congress, and they were asked, do, do we know how many of this type of people, how many of these people, where the people are coming from? You know, where, you know, you know what what ethnicity they are, what religion they are, anything like that. Do we know any of this stuff? And Department of Homeland Security doesn't have a clue. They don't know anything. They just open the doors, let them in. They get, by the way, they get here and these people get $2,200 a month from social services. $2,200 a month. The average welfare recipient gets a little over $1,500 a month. Okay. And these people come in illegally and now they're getting $2,200 a month. Um, so we have potential terrorists coming across our border who we are now supporting through social services uh, to the tune of $2,200 a month. Well, we're about to learn some hard lessons. Uh, Douglas McGregor, McGregor, uh, the uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor, uh, decorated war veteran, uh, recently said in an interview on uh, I saw on TV, um, that we're about to learn some hard lessons from these open borders. And I think he's right. You know, Hezbollah and Hamas have a very large presence right across our borders in Mexico. There's a lot of Sunni and Shia Muslims in Mexico. I've been told that they have cells now inside the United States. So if and when they attack, we're going to find out just how lethal they are. You know, who's leaving the borders open and why? People are pouring in, over 7,000 people per day. And I, you know, I raise this question, if America, the West, I mean, this happened in Europe too. It happened in Europe uh, prior to Joe Biden. It was happening in Europe. Uh, there were all these mass exoduses from all these um all these staged wars in the Middle East that uh, Obama began, you know, this in Syria and Yemen and, uh, e- you know, Ethiopia and Somalia, uh, you know, it probably goes all the way back to back to Clinton. And uh, all these all these people, they're called refugees or, you know, migrants. But basically, they're illegals from everywhere, from Afghanistan um, you know, uh, all the Middle East, all uh, Asia Minor, all, uh, you know, coming through Turkey, coming across the borders into Greece. Of course, they don't stay that long in Greece. Usually they want to get to Germany and they want to get to the United States. That's where all the big social problems. They get to England. OK, England is overwhelmed. I mean, they have whole neighborhoods that the police can't even go into anymore uh, because of these, um, you know, they're uh radical uh, Muslim communities, okay? So the people are pouring in, over 7,000 a day. If our country and Western Europe and, uh, you know, these uh, uh, European peoples are so awful, then why are so many people from the developing world, why do they keep trying to break into our countries to live? 
Why do they why do they keep on pounding the door down and trying to get in? I think the only Western European countries that have resisted uh, a resettlement of some of these so-called migrants, illegal aliens, are uh, Hungary and Poland. And if you look at Poland, their crime rate is the lowest in Europe. There's a reason why. Hungary, too. I mean, those two have held fast. The truth is, we're pretty great at creating societies worth living in especially the United States of America. We have created a society that's worth living in and it's worth fighting for and it's worth preserving. You know, we have a history of equal justice. It's not perfect, but it is still the envy of the world. We have a rule of law. We have a constitutional republic, one of maybe only two in the world. I think the other one is is Switzerland. And, you know, yes, in the case of some Muslim immigration, I don't want to, you know, I'm not uh, discriminating here, but but it's it's based on uh, results. In the case of some Muslim immigration, they are intentionally trying to conquer us from within through mass migration and higher birth rates. Okay, they have higher birth rates than we do. They're out, they're out bearing, the, they're out producing us in terms of children. I mean, Europe is confronting this now. Uh, some of these Muslim immigrants have three or four wives, and some of them have as many as 10 children. You know, Osama bin Laden, that, and that's maybe per wife as well. So you know, they can have 10, 20, 30 children. Uh, Osama bin Laden himself was one of 27 children. Did you know that? Did you know he had 26 brothers and sisters? Meanwhile, American and European families average maybe one or two. A lot of families, they, they, they have no children. A lot of couples decide not to have children these days. I mean, this needs to be said. We're going to be outproduced. Right now, there's about 2.2 million. If we go by religions, there's about 2.2 million Christians in the world. And there's about 1 uh, billion Christians in the world. Sorry, I said billion. Um, I said million, and I meant billion. Uh, there's So there's 2.2 billion Christians in the world. There's 1.6 billion Muslims in the world, all right, and then all the other religions. But by the year 2050, and this was from a, a PBS study, by the year 2050, the Muslim population of the world is expected to surpass, at the current birth rates, the Christian population in the world. So think about that. We're going to have a Muslim-dominated world. There's more Muslims than Hindus in the world right now. So that's something to think about. Because, you know, India is a big country, too, over a billion people. So, um, and Buddhists. I mean, you know, there's more, uh, there's more Muslims than Buddhists in the world. There's more Hindus than Buddhists in the world. So... We got to think about that. Uh, you know, as Americans, we've been told that our society is superior because we're free and other governments are cruel to their people. Well, we are free um, for the time being, but uh, it seems like we've been getting less and less free. And, uh, you know, sometimes it turns out that uh, our politicians are doing dirty deals and money laundering and uh, human trafficking. Uh, they're benefiting from it. And, uh, you know, waging war, this permanent war 
around the globe for decades and creating bioweapons that kill millions of people. So, you know, what's going on in our society? How exactly are these um, the good guys? And how do we get rid of the bad guys? How do we get rid of these guys? They're not good guys. Uh, you know, Americans have been conditioned to think that China, Russia, Iran, etc., are evil because they propagandize their people and limit their rights. But as we've seen since COVID, uh, that's exactly what the U.S. has been doing. They've been propagandizing us and limiting our rights. And they keep on trying to ratchet down the Second Amendment, the freedom of speech, uh, Internet uh, speech, uh, using... Uh, using uh the the court system and the uh infra and the intelligence agencies and law enforcement and the department of justice as uh weapons against us um you know i'm not sure if this is the nation that that i grew up in anymore and that's a sad commentary you know this idea that we're the u.s and therefore we're righteous is uh it's a little illogical i mean it's not guaranteed that we're righteous freedom isn't free we have to fight for it we have to continue to fight for it folks and that's why i'm doing the freedom revival because we need to revive freedom uh you know it seems to me that the u.s government especially after world war ii has been uh, uh guilty of spreading quite a bit of corruption and death in the world uh, at least at the highest levels in some of our, uh, you know, some of our uh, certain political movements. Um, most Americans don't re recognize this reality. Uh, a lot of Americans are very patriotic, and I am too. But some people are waking up and they're fed up. Criminality and lies to the American people by politicians and media has to stop. It has to stop. Our intelligence and law enforcement agencies uh, have been weaponized against us for far too long. And now I'm going to run to a uh, I'm going to run to a break. I'll be back on the other side. Just stay right where you are. And this is the Freedom Revival, and I'm Bruce Robertson. Thank you. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code out loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase 
the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud.
You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. from our sponsors we've got some very good products on our uh, sponsor list um you know before i was talking about uh freedom and america and uh you know the realities that we're facing and the criminality in our government and so forth and our intelligence uh agencies and our law enforcement agencies and the irs and the justice department all being weaponized against us um you know Let's talk about the media for a quick second. Since 2016, the mainstream media have had three major narratives. Endless over and over 24-7 news cycle. It's been since 2016. Trump and the Russia collusion. COVID and the vaccines. And Ukraine. And now... There seems to be a pattern developing about the Middle East. All of these prior media narratives have turned out to be lies and propaganda to advance the globalist agenda. Now, let's see what happens with the pattern developing with the Middle East. Um, and now the media, the globalists, the leftists, the people within our government, our school systems, our college professors, are all, you know, since Al Gore, uh, and and now even more, have been pushing the World Economic Forum and uh, and all these other groups uh, have been pushing this climate change agenda. Climate change. Well, does climate change? Sure, it does. It's called weather. We always called it weather. Has it been getting warmer or colder? Not materially. If you measure it, of course, they pick the spot in time. Uh, when they want to start measuring it, and and they say, well, it's 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 gotten warmer since then. Well, it's gotten a little warmer, maybe a half a degree, 
because we're coming out of a mini ice age. You know, climate change operates under one flawed assumption. That assumption is that humanity itself is the enemy. Now, this is very important to understand. Humanity itself becomes the enemy in climate change. Now, up until this time, up until climate change hit the scene, it wasn't that humanity was the enemy necessarily. Okay, we had Earth Day and everything else, but, you know, people just didn't. I mean, we went about our lives, right? Peaceful, nice, good, everything. Um, and there have been waste cleanups and nuclear meltdowns and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, for the most part, we weren't the enemy. It's just some accidents happened, right? Um, but now, you know, since the end of the Cold War in the 80s, you know, before that, Russia was the bad guy. Russia was the good guy in World War II. They were our allies. And suddenly they were the bad guy. We needed a boogeyman. So we set up Russia as the bad guy. When, when the Cold War ended and the Berlin Wall came down, uh, we didn't have really a bad guy enemy anymore. Um, so then it was like Communist China is the bad guy. But then Communist China became the good guy because, you know, our corporations and our politicians were promoting uh, offshore outsourcing of our manufacturing to China to the point where now almost everything we do, everything we buy, Everything we use, nearly everything, I mean, everything, especially pharmaceuticals, uh, prescription drugs, um, you know, syringes, hospital equipment, all the paper products and the PPEs and so forth during COVID, all the testing packages and all this kind of stuff, most of that is produced in China. So there was a time where we had, uh, we weren't allowed to do business with China because China was a communist country. And naturally, it 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 goes uh, it goes to um, you know it makes sense that if there's a communist country that has a nefarious agenda to take over the world with communism, that was the theory, that was the idea, that we weren't going to do business with that country and enrich them to help them take us over, right? I mean that makes a lot of sense. If China's the enemy, why are we doing business with them and giving them the money and the revenues and so forth? Uh, why don't we just have an embargo against our enemies? But we don't seem to be doing that, okay? Now, uh, more recently, you know, probably since uh, George Bush and 9-11 and all this stuff, um, you know, terrorism has been the enemy, and the war on terrorism became the big boogeyman. And um, here's, what, here's what happened. I mean, we've been giving money to since obama anyway to iran we've been giving money to uh the palestinians the palestinian authority we've been giving money to the other side to israel um you know so it, it's almost like we're playing both sides of all these struggles um and whatever conflicts are arising and uh so who's the enemy and who's the good guy we gave money to saddam hussein we gave him weapons and all that kind of stuff uh, he was our guy until he wasn't our guy. Uh, Pinochet in Chile, he was our guy before, until he wasn't our guy and he had to go. Um, you know, uh, Noriega in Panama, he was our guy until he wasn't our guy. Uh, we can go down the line. I mean, the the Taliban, the uh, Mujahideen, 
they were our guys when they were fighting Russia. We trained them, we armed them, and all this kind of stuff. Osama bin Laden was likely a CIA asset. Uh, they were our guys until they weren't our guys. So uh, why are we playing both sides of the fence here? You know, our government and its intelligence agencies have always needed an oppositional boogeyman. They've always needed an oppositional boogeyman. Isn't that interesting? I mean, uh, so it, it seems to me that uh, that we need to uh, we need to consider this and uh, and really uh, hunker down and look at it. Okay, so I mean, we've needed an oppor oppositional boogeyman to justify invading foreign countries, basically. And spending trillions of dollars on arms and tanks and missiles and foreign aid. But who benefits from all that stuff? If you, if you follow the money, I mean, the military industrial complex that Eisenhower warned, warned about uh, back uh, before the Kennedy administration, the military industrial complex makes a ton of money off these deals and they support politicians through lobbying in Washington in very much the same way that the pharmaceutical industry makes tons of money off of the whole COVID fiasco. And, um, of course, they support the media and the politicians in Washington. So these big corporate interests have lobbyists uh, and advertising revenues, uh, and these streams go to media and politicians. So... How do we prevent against being propagandized by these people for their own interests? Well, it's becoming increasingly clear now, especially with Joe Biden and his son, Hunter, that uh, all these deals are, are, or a lot of these deals, not all, but a lot of these deals are shams. I mean, foreign aid, let's look at foreign aid. Foreign aid goes flying out of our country. Does anybody follow the money, where it goes, where it ends, where it winds up, how it's being spent, who's getting it? Who, are they hanging on to it? Are they using it for the causes that we uh, we earmark that money for in Congress? Because uh, it appears that foreign aid and weapons are being laundered through this, uh, this process, uh, through corrupt foreign banks and through corrupt foreign oligarchs, as we've seen with the Bidens. Uh, and this has been going on for years, apparently. Now, does anybody realize how much money is going? It's trillions of dollars. I mean, Eisenhower warned us about it, as I said. You know, Kennedy at one point said that he was going to splinter the CIA in a million pieces. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, he was dead. Uh, and he was assassinated. And it seems to, it seems, it, it appears that uh, a certain three-letter agency was involved. And I think more needs to come out about the Kennedy assassinations. Uh, pretty soon the jig's going to be up with all this covert activity and printing and spraying taxpayer money offshore and laundering it through offshore banks and shell accounts. But uh, for now, the bad guy is us. They uh, they switched the boogeyman to be the citizen, the, you know, the average citizen uh, on the planet is now the bad guy. And the war is against us with climate change. I mean, what does it mean? You know, they're going to they're going to crack down on take away our our gas uh, and and limit our our electric use and 
force us to live in 15 minute cities and you know you need special permission to leave uh to go more than 15 minutes away from your home and all this stuff meanwhile we're awash with cheap oil and gas i mean we're not harming the environment what hubris hubris that means false pride what false pride is that to assume that humans can actually change the climate of the earth i mean we had what six or eight ice ages that froze and melted down before humans even came to the planet uh you know it it seems ludicrous it just doesn't make any it doesn't make scientific sense and I think they've been playing around with the numbers, just like they played around with the COVID numbers. And more of this is going to come out. You'll see. I predict that we're going to see more of it being a giant fraud and a scam just to tax us more on the air we breathe and the water we drink and the products that we use. Uh, and where does the money go? It's laundered overseas in foreign aid money laundering pro uh, projects. Uh, the powers of be have now turned the FBI, for example, from a law enfor enforcement agency that was formed to investigate crimes and protect us from crime into a mass surveillance operation and intelligence arm. And the intelligence that they seem to be gathering is information on us and anyone who opposes the globalist worldview or the COVID agenda or any other, you know, climate change or any other item that's uh, part of the leftist, uh, globalist, Democrat narrative. I mean, they surveilled concerned parents who stood up at school board meetings and they labeled them as domestic terrorists. I mean, meanwhile, the real terrorists are coming across our southern borders. I mean, they've weaponized law enforcement and the courts against their political enemies. And they're accusing law-abiding conservatives of doing everything that they themselves have been doing all along to subvert our government and undermine our Constitution. I mean, this is psychological projection and psyops at the highest levels. They're acting like Maoists and Nazis. And I don't throw that term around lightly. Look at the lockdowns and mandates and draconian protocols during COVID as an example. All you have to do is look at this as an example. They banned two of the most promising treatments for COVID, hydroxychloroquine, and uh, I'm not sure they banned it, but they villainized ivermectin. I mean, uh, you know, the FDA was calling ivermectin horse paste, and, and they had advertisements saying, you know, you're not a horse, you shouldn't take this stuff. Meanwhile, this stuff was approved for human use and won the Nobel Prize uh, for science, uh, for medicine, and, you know, uh, for human usage. It's a miracle drug. Um, they falsified clinical test data on hydroxychloroquine. Uh, there was a Lancet article that was published that was that received a lot of coverage and was spread around a lot of medical circles and doctors read it and so forth. And it came out. And it said, you know, hydroxychloroquine could cause heart problems and patients would die and so forth. What they didn't say is that in the testing, they the dosage that they gave was enough to stop a trolley car. And when this came out, that they had jiggered the, the trials to uh, produce a certain result, 
negative toward hydroxychloroquine, which, by the way, has been used for over 65 years against malaria and so forth. I mean, I took it when I went to India. No ill side effects, no palpitations, no nothing. I mean, it, it's, uh, it, it's a pretty benign uh, drug in the right dosage. But uh, when this came out, they had to remove the article from the Lancet. And, uh, of course, the damage had already been done. Um, but they launched these media campaigns. Uh, and, of course, the media is happy to comply because, you know, they want to they help their pharmaceutical advertisers to make more money. So they get more advertising, which means they make more money, which means they get more advertising. Leather, rinse, repeat. Uh, so, you know, they had all these media campaigns to push the experimental shots saying that they're safe and effective. Uh, they pushed the vax for pregnant women and young children. As I said earlier, I think Fox, I, I think I said earlier, Fox News uh, is under, uh, for, you know, is, is under scrutiny for that now. Um, you know, they took NAC, which is, um, I'm going to tell you, there's a great antioxidant supplement called NAC. It's, it's, a, it's a supplement. It's like a vitamin. Okay. They took NAC off the shelves. That's N-acetylcysteine, and it's a great antioxidant. They took it off the shelves. All of a sudden, it wasn't available. You couldn't get it on Amazon. You couldn't get it in the drugstores. You couldn't get it in the uh, vitamin shops. Uh, they stiff-armed or, or, or bent the arms of these uh, distributors, uh, these retail distributors, and told them, take it off the shelves. You know why? Because people were using it to treat themselves for COVID, and together with a cocktail of a few other things, including hydroxychloroquine and maybe ivermectin and vitamin D and all this stuff, it was effective in keeping people from the from going into the hospital. So you know, and they they also uh, they sought to regulate. They're they're seeking now. Uh, they're seeking now to regulate other over the counter supplements, regular vitamins. There's a big movement to regulate regular vitamins as if they're, uh, you know, prescription drugs, vitamin D3 and vitamin C. They don't want you to be healthy because they want to sell more expensive treatments and expensive drugs that aren't off patent yet. Okay. That's where the profits are. Follow the money, folks. I always say, follow the money. And then there's the whole ventilator thing. I mean, ventilators were a death sentence for COVID patients. This was known early on, and they kept going anyway. Uh, the other day, Elon Musk was on uh, Joe Rogan, and you know it was a they had a it was a it was an interesting interview. They had some fun together. It looks like they get along pretty well. And uh, he, they were talking about ventilators at one point, and uh, Elon Musk said, "You know, ventilators are actually what was damaging the lungs, not COVID. It was the treatment." He said, "The cure." is worse than, than the disease. Uh, and I believe he's right. Dr. Joseph Mercola calls uh, putting people on ventilators the hospital death trap. On uh, June 7 of this year, 2023, he wrote, within weeks of the pandemic outbreak, it had become apparent that the standard practice of putting COVID-19 patients on mechanical ventilation was a death sentence. 76.4% of COVID-19 patients aged 18 to 65 in New York City 
who were placed on ventilators died 76.4% in the 18 to 65 age group. Among patients over 65 who were vented, the mortality rate was 97.2%. 97.2%. Nobody's talking about how the hospitals killed people under the the, the the under the the covid protocols that they put in i mean i think people need to sue i think they need to sue their colleges and and workplaces for uh for pushing the vaccine and mandating it they need to sue hospitals for putting them on ventilation which was an ill-advised treatment you know uh mercola also said he said the recommendation to place covid patients on mechanical ventilation as a first-line response, came from the WHO, the World Health Organization. You know, of course, they have no jurisdiction here. Uh, and their recommendation to ventilate and intubate patients, in other words, they put a tube down your throat and they force air into your lungs, uh, their recommendation is, is apparently based on experiences and recommendations from doctors where? in china but the reason for venting covid patients wasn't because it increased survival rates for the patients no not at all it was ostensibly to protect the healthcare workers by isolating the virus quote unquote inside the vent machine meanwhile it destroyed the patient's lungs and killed most of them you know when you when you pump uh, air at at a certain pressure into a very friable lung tissue, I mean it's like uh, you know your 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 lungs are already inflamed. You have this respiratory illness, and uh, you've got inflammation. Maybe you've got some fluid accumulation and so forth. Maybe a little pneumonia. And if they put you on a ventilator and they pump air at what's called a high PEEP rate. Okay, all you nurses out there, respiratory therapists will know what I'm talking about. It's a higher pressure, okay? And it pumps the uh, oxygen into the lungs at such a pressure that it destroys the lung tissue. I mean, it would have been much better if they used like a CPAP machine or a BiPAP machine uh, with lower pressure to, uh, to help the patient breathe a little bit. And uh, in some cases, they started doing that, but it was too late. I mean, they'd already killed a lot of people. So um, how about some more evidence of fascist, Nazi-like actions by our government and intelligence agencies? Uh, I don't have a lot of time left, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, but uh, let's let's talk about jailing peaceful protesters as insurrectionists. Let's talk about uh, Biden now has begun arresting Trump supporters who were not violent protesters or insurrectionists, who stood outside the Capitol and committed no violence. Despite registered rallies, licensed registered rallies on Capitol grounds that day. But Antifa, of course, can riot and burn buildings and kill people with impunity. And, uh, you know, the pro-Palestinian protesters can and break their way into uh, the Congre Congress building and interrupt Congress, but that's not an insurrection. Um, they get a catch and release program if they get uh, get arrested, you know. 
Meanwhile, the Trump supporters get solitary confinement without uh, access to habeas corpus for uh, for them. So, you know, we've been surveilling parents and labeling domestic terrorists. Uh, and of course, the number one way that they're acting like Nazis is they're weaponizing government against their political enemies. And uh, of course, that includes Donald Trump. So he's now on civil trial in Colorado, and they're trying to keep him off the ballot by twisting the 14th Amendment. So um, that's about all the time we have, folks, in our show. And I, I really appreciate your listening this time. Uh, there's so much information that uh, I, I don't I don't have a long enough show to go into it all. So I'm going to have to uh, pick it up next time. Thank you for watching the Freedom Revival. And remember, as I always say, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's Isaiah 54, 17, and that goes out to our uh, Jewish and Israeli friends. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Thanks, folks. Have a great day. Thank you.